there and welcome to the Big Apple School Podcast. My name is Sam. And my name is Mike. And today we're asking what's the crack about art. So we're going to look about what is art in our own individual estimations, what our experiences with art have been in school and in other places. Do we go to galleries? Do we like modern art? Uh, what artists we respect? Uh, have we had own per- our own personal art disasters and such questions like that? So sit tight. Are you sitting comfortably? I'm so comfortable I, that I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, so guys, if you hear him snoring, you'll know what's happened. <laughs> uh, what is art in your estimation? Estimation, Mike. What is art? You know, I pondered this question. What is art? No, no, Don't it's, it's a very important me. question. Uh-huh. It's something I've pondered for about a decade before okay. I concluded an answer. Wow. Mm. Guys, this is a decade's work. <laughs> a decade's <laughs> worth of uh, pondering. Um, to me, an art is an expression of an individual, not mm-hmm. a group, but an individual. Ultimately, okay. any right. art. It can't be a group. And, oh, but that is being challenged. That thought is also okay. being challengeable as well because of the new forms of art that's arriving today. Okay. But an expression of an individual that reflects the artist's feelings, right. thoughts, uh-huh. and beliefs. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, their fears, it's their love. A little bit of themselves. Themselves. Right. Inevitably, art reflects its creator. Okay. And it is usually always an individual in the end. Right. Yeah, for now. And that's changeable in the future. I would also say that art has, uh, I I would like to say that it has talent involved. Um, It has thought involved. Um, Maybe planning too. And it's, for me, I mean, that's what I would say. It's it's got some talent displayed. Uh, It's my estimation of art. Um, Did you do art in school? I did do art in school. I guess indeed. that's a silly question, right? Uh, yeah, right. yeah, but no, I did it as an year eleven and twelve elective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, one of my great loves. Right. So yes. you were a keen art art, art yeah. student. Yeah, yes. Um, but I didn't truly appreciate art until I became an adult after uh, school. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And what what was the typical lesson in your school? Art it was, lesson. It was boring. Yeah. Sorry to say, <laughs> art excursions, you know, painting, really? drawing, yeah. you know, you know, you know, stuff. Going to galleries and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just sketch yourself, <laughs> what you feel. You know, I mean, it is. Or watch a movie and then comment about it. It's really? the usual stuff that you know in any school around the world would teach about. Right. Art. Yeah. I so think, I don't know how long our lessons were. Maybe forty-five, maybe an hour. I don't know, but I remember um, being sort of just given a little bit of freedom. Most of the time, like here are some materials, do something. <laughs> the mm. teachers were a bit wacky, a bit mm. unusual, mm. not not in a bad way, just really a little bit eccentric. Mm. And I enjoyed art. It was actually one of my better subjects. Not that I make that sound like I was an idiot, but mm. it was my best subject, actually. Really? Uh, art was my best subject, and my teacher really expected me to get the highest mark. I didn't, I quite, I kind of fudged that. We'll talk a bit about that later. But um, art was my best subject. Then science and English were very good subjects for me too. I really enjoyed. To be honest, them. I fudged art too in high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I didn't get a good mark So we'll, we'll talk about that yes. in a second. I have a question for that. Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> um, did you ever aspire to be an artist? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was a little kid, uh, obviously my mother forced me to play piano as many you know, mm-hmm. Korean families do. Okay. All right. Um, but obviously, I gave that up at some point in my life. Okay. Um, it was not obvious to me. 
Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, if you put a piano in front of me, I wouldn't be able to play it today. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, but uh, when I was about 20, I started uh, making films. So, right. filmmaker. So, been doing that for quite a long time now. Right. Mm. Stop motion? Not stop motion. Uh, videos, corporates, uh, commercials, right. that sort of With thing. People. Videos, basically. Showing people, not animated stuff. No, no, no. Uh, right. Live action, what we call. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. live action, mm. exactly. Okay. And it's, I mean, I agree, mm. it's a form of art, but maybe other people will not fully appreciate that. So, it's an expression of you. You see, this is where my definition may be a little bit different to some yeah. people, and everybody has their own definition on things, yeah. right? So, to me, an art is, like I said, it's an expression. Yeah. So, a, a chef baking a wonderful pie, yeah. you know, in his own way, uh -huh. has created an artwork, uh -huh. right? So, I've eaten art. That's right. Wow. Anything is an art. So, I mean, I fashion think... is an art. I mean, like garments, making yeah. clothes is an art. Right. You know, right? Teaching is an art unto itself. Right. Yeah, because everybody has their own style, the way mm -hmm. they express themselves. To the I, students. I would even argue that packaging is art. It can be. Almost mm -hmm. anything can be art. Good art and bad art, of course, too. Yes. <laughs> Depend as long as it's an expression under, of an individual. Right. Yes. Right. A strong expression. What if yeah. it's an expression of a company? <laughs> if it's a, uh, yeah. a packaging that has been well, produced, okay, by all right, right, wait, wait, wait. So, okay, so I would argue that the version of that in filmmaking is Hollywood, Marvel, and DC films. Uh -huh. Yeah, that is. You're not a fan. <laughs> I know. I, Careful. I, I know a lot about those worlds and the stories that are around it. Yeah. However, you know, you feel they're too generic and produced. As I get older, overproduced. As I get older, mm -hmm. I become more and more anti-corporate. I'm culture. the same age as you, so don't. Please don't. <laughs> I guess I say that too. I'm as I get older, uh, I'm becoming more anti-corporate culture. So, right. um, without you know, to be honest, I'm not being very fair here often. But mm. anything I hear about okay. corporations, it becomes negative in my mind. Okay. So I have a little bit of prejudices. I, I'm trying yeah. to promote co uh, kind of a. Controversial topic here, <laughs> kind of trying hey, to art is poke the bear. Hey, art is controversial. It right. always has been, or it always will be, mm -hmm. and it has always been at the centerpiece of many revolutions. Art is controversial. Okay, I'm trying to be artsy here. Okay. okay. So, uh, what is the piece of art you're most proud of? I'm presuming, uh, as we understand that you're an artist, I'm mm. an I'm a kind of an artist, but mm. I don't do it as a profession. Never mm. have. Mm. Um, oh, I should have answered that question. Mm. Do did I ever aspire to be an artist? I, when I finished school, went to art college, mm. and I hated it. Mm. I was there 16 years old, 17 years old, and I hated it. And because the style, some of it was good, some mm. of it was genuinely good, but I just wanted to do art. What type of art? It, it was, well, so we had, um, we spent a lot of time learning about the history of art. Okay. Um, we did do quite a bit of drawing and mm. such like that, which drawing was fine. Mm. Learning about the history was actually fine too. I, I, I loved uh, learning about Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. I love learn, and I kind of did my own version of some of his stuff. Not not nearly as good as he, but I kind of did my own version of his sort of stuff, and enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Where where I I used kind of sketches, and then I used chalks, and then um, and then uh, fine liner pens, dark pens over it as well. Mm -hmm. and it was kind of based on some of his stuff, and I really enjoyed that. But honestly, I felt 
completely out of place. All these kind of, to me, more posh people, rich kids, and with a different idea and very, ooh, very philosophical kind of about art. And I didn't fit in with those people, at least not at that time. I, I don't see, know if I, I would now, right, but I right. didn't then. And so I gave up on that pretty quickly. But but I did try. You know, Da Vinci is one of my aspirations in life. Mm -hmm. You know, what makes right. Da Vinci's work so wonderfully refreshing to the mm -hmm. other Renaissance artists mm -hmm. is the fact that the man was just not not just an artist, but yeah. he was also a scientist. He was a scientist. And, and an that, engineer. And that I respect too. And if because, you look at, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look at some of his, uh, you know, artworks, it yeah. clearly reflects that these, you know, art, at right. some point, was designed with practical application in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he kind of designed mechanical a kind of a yes. helicopter thing. Yeah, the which, flying machine. Yes, yeah, <laughs> way way back yes, before yes. before anyone actually built and you know you built a, and created a real one for for proper use. Of course, it's not. Yeah, yeah looking at it through today's eyes, it's nowhere near. Yeah, you know, it's not aerodynamic. But the fact in the that, slightest. He, that he had that idea, but he had the idea, but he married it with art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, if you look at the uh, engineering diagram of today, you can't say mm. that's art. Yeah. yeah? Right. But if you look at his engineering diagram of Da Vinci, yeah. there it's is an, definitely an artistic an aspect art. to yeah. it. There's an aesthetic, See, there's it's a beautiful, got yeah. All the technicality, but Correct. also art. Correct. Yeah. And if you have a look at um, his anatomical drawings, mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely an artistic aspect, right. as well as a uh, you know, scientific aspect to mm -hmm. it. So yeah. the man was a, what they call, I think, one of the first polymaths. Yeah. in history. Right. And um, sort of a yes. student of various disciplines. And you should be. Yeah. We live in an information rich world. Yeah. You can study anything right. this day and age. Yeah. Right? And Google it. It's it's unlimited. Google it all, guys. So Google this it. whole, yeah. you know, let's let's focus on one thing and one thing only for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I think frankly is a bit boring. Yeah. 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 What piece of art? So we're moving on, okay? <laughs> but I like your I like your thinking. You're mm. you're my kind of guy. Mm. Uh, what piece of art are you most proud of from what you've created? Of course, nothing. 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 You're not proud of anything. And I would argue that most filmmakers yeah. are exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed it never, every time. It never is right. Uh -huh. It is you never right. You always see faults when you look back. Don't get me wrong. I am not a perfectionist in real yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. I like things to be well organized and ordered, mm -hmm. but I'm not, you know, I don't want to say this, but anal, yeah, uh -huh. or re right. anal retentive about everything, right. yeah, so, but however, Google, when it comes Google to your you own art, <laughs> but however, when it comes to your own art, mm -hmm. all you see is mistakes, Right. all you see is the one thing that could have been better, yeah, and I understand this, yeah, yeah. I understand that sportsmen, yeah. that top elite sportsmen mm -hmm. think the same way, Right. They don't think about Kicking, the eighty percent good they did. They think themselves. about the two twenty percent bad right. they did. Yes. Pushing to ever be better. Yes. My my mum uh, worked for a while as a cake decorator. Oh really? That's an and art. She was her better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, if you look at that's the a wonderful art. Building and making bells and flowers oh, from yeah. from a kind of a paste. Yes. Edible paste. Yes. Yes. And they were they looked fantastic. Mm. And but she used to criticize herself so much, mm. and we could we would look at them and say that looks fantastic, mm. and she would say I see the mistakes there and mm. there. You know, it mm. wasn't the way I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. So and, and I can be like that too as an artist. You're, you're like, it's not it's not as good as that guy, or it's it's not the way I wanted it. It wasn't what, the way I imagined it in my head before mm. I did it. You mm -hmm. know? So yeah, we can be critical. 
of, of our guy of ourselves. The our we only so the people if so if an artist has trained for years and mm. they've become competent at what they do. Yeah, the audience is going to look at the art and go, "How oh, beauty!" They're going to see only the beauty, right? right? Mostly, right? Yeah. But the artists themselves are only going to see the gap, right? Yeah. They'll see. That That's wasn't right. the way I wanted it. Exactly. Have you ever had any art disasters? Yeah, disasters many, many times. It's a disaster. Many, many, many times. Yeah. Um, I used to, um, in let's say about ten, eleven years ago. Yeah. I was a director in a corporate video company. Yeah. So, um, so I had a like about a you know a little under a dozen guys under me. Yeah. So I was, I was directing everybody else was like mm. cameraing sound and all that, mm. and the disasters almost always come not from the lack of organization, yeah. not from the lack of direction, yeah. but always from personality clashes. Okay. In any organization, like any business, yeah. any small business, the problems are always the human ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, it it's it's very simple. Let's say you have a team of ten people. Uh-huh. It only takes one. Guy with a bad energy, yeah, to ruin a shoot, right? To ruin the experience. Something off with him. Off maybe, with him. He's got day. ego issues. Right. He's always, you know, puffing his chest out and trying to be like the boss in front of everybody. Right. You know, you get all, all in art. You're gonna get that kind of people. Yeah. Right. So, so you have people who have. You know, insecurity issues. They're gonna bring that in. Some of them are drama queens. Uh-huh. Some of them start yelling and screaming, crying uh-huh. if things don't go their way. Mm. And I, I, I've heard people say that, and and as an yes. artist, I've sort of, yes. oh, that, oh, that's not very nice. But mm. I've heard people say artistic people are very emotional. And maybe, I don't know if it's true or not. But what, what do you think? Artistic I've, people are very emotional. A lot of them are. A lot yeah. of them are not all. Um, I would say all of them. At least in filmmaking, mm-hmm. in the in the areas of performance and filmmaking, I would argue that all of them are there because they're missing something in their lives, uh-huh. and they're trying to fill it with their art. Right. Okay. <laughs> Except the sound recorders, they're just right. mercenaries. They just get paid. They're they're like tradies. They come yeah. in, they do the job, they use their equipment, they get paid, and they walk off. Yeah. Right. But everybody else um, is pretty much. There's screwed a, up. There's some area in their lives that's missing. Right. They're trying to fill the, the, the whole. Right. It's kind of like a poet. A poet writes poetry because he's, you know, he feels the need. I that's guess. right. He's um, right. he's drawn to it. He has to do it. And if he doesn't yeah. do it, he feels that there's no meaning in his life. Right. And I think that's often a trap. Right. Yeah. Because you're equating your life's worth uh-huh. with your work, which uh-huh. you're never happy with. Okay. Understand? You understand the fallacy? Well, you see that, right? I argue. I would yes. argue that I am happy with my art. Yeah. Not necessarily the result, but I am happy when I'm when the process is going well. Okay. I'm happy when I'm in process. Yes. Of creating something. Um, what I haven't told you yet. Yes. And they don't know. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Huh? Is that I? What I do in a modern day now is yeah. I. When I was in in school. Mm. Drawing was my thing. Yes, I loved oil pastels too. Mm-hmm. I loved sort of a, the simplicity of it—that you could be very free and you didn't have to be very detailed. But mm-hmm. I also loved drawing where you were very detailed. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good at painting. Uh, I my hands always got paint everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, as a boy, I got paint all over my hands, mm-hmm. and it ended up on the page, and I was very disorganized. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, as an adult, uh, a few years ago, I started to take up. Model painting, mm-hmm. I mean, like Warhammer, mm-hmm. 
and tanks of different kinds. Yep. 40k? Uh, 40k, mm-hmm. everything and anything. I don't mm. do it to play the game. Mm. I haven't, haven't ever played the game. Not mm. that I'm against it. Mm-hmm. I do it for the art. Yeah, when you walk into a normal games workshop, mm-hmm. And it is a gallery of art. It's amazing. It is a Disneyland for artists. Color, the form, the detail. The lighting. It's fantastic. It's everything. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know. Just the arrangement. And it, yeah. it just brings your imagination alive. I mean, you, you yeah. can think about a lot of the characters, if you talk mm. about Warhammer, they're not real. They're, they're all science fiction. Of course, yes. And I love science fiction. Yes, yes. Um, so it appeals to me. Mm. I consider it pure art, even though you will never find it in an art gallery. I mean... It would be people would frown upon it's it. Commercial art. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But but I take it and I say, well, what mm. can I do with it? And I don't mm. necessarily change everything. Mm. But I choose my colors. I might mm. add things mm. or change things, swap models. Mm. So I I know it. I know that part of the skill and talent is already done for me because it's produced. The model is produced. But I enjoy making the choices and the process of building those different. Uh, models in the way I want, in the color scheme I want. And the result for me isn't as important. I, I enjoy and take satisfaction in the process. And the result, yeah, yeah. sometimes I'm disappointed. Um, the result isn't as much as I want, but, mm. but I enjoy the process. And it, it's for me, that's the main thing. What I enjoy about the 40K yeah. Universe Warhammer yeah. is... You play the, it. I don't play it. I uh, don't do the models. Yeah. What, but the artistic element that I do love about it, I do engage a lot on, yeah. is the story and the world. Right. Yeah. Do you read the books? The books, the, yeah. the codex, all that kind right. of thing. Um, right. I just find the amount of work that the story artists yeah. have put into that particular world mm-hmm. is flipping amazing. It's, you know, Lord of the Rings yeah. looks like, yeah. you know, it feels like a work of an individual. Yeah. But, you know, Games Workshops, you know, 40K Universe. Yeah. Feels lots, like lots uh, of decades of teamwork. It really does reflect it yeah. in all the factions I've, and whatnot. I've read some of the books. The law, what we call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's lots of backstory. They've built it up. That's wonderful. Forty in the forty thousandth, the year forty thousand and, and onwards, mm. uh, all is war, <laughs> and all of these different aliens are fighting humans, and they're all over the galaxies and universe, uh, all over the universe, traveling to different planets with this one has something that will kill you in a second and it's amazing the the the, the imagination yeah. and I, yeah. I enjoy I, I love science yeah. fiction anyway so well it's the science fiction it's 40k universe mm-hmm. is the the lore of it taught yeah. me that the British yeah. can make with science fiction oh yeah <laughs> well, I'll take that. <laughs> Red Dwarf, and I, I hated these things you know hitchhikers you whatever yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy right. I thought I was dreadful but yeah. When I when I realized that what 40k is was quintessentially British, Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah. I mean, that nihilistic viewpoint of humanity. Yeah, that's reflected in 40k yeah. and Judge Dredd. Universe. Although it's, it's from Britain, but it's set in America in the future. So I know, kinda, I know. And, and I think, yeah, is the actor that did the last film Australian? He's a New Zealander, I think. New Ze- yeah, oh, Keith David. Pardon no, me. Keith that's a real, something. That's a yeah. real faux pas, isn't it? Yeah. To say, <laughs> to mix those two well, people Well, for those who are listening, Australia, <laughs> New-, <clears throat> New Zealand belongs to Australia. It's Australian mm. territory. Okay. So, don't, don't tell the New Zealanders that. That was Mike that said that, not me. <laughs> they will belong to our federation in 100 years, I uh. guarantee you. <laughs> 
Australasia. Australasia. I was, I was taught in school about Australasia. It's, New Guinea will come back. Right. New Zealand will come back, right. and we'll form a new nation, possibly called Oceania. Oh yes, no, well, in the far future, and and uh, Tasmania. It's part of Australia, right? And yes, it's, that's it's, that's the last state. Right. Yes. So it'll be part of. It'll be yes, connected. Smallest in the last state. Um, what are what? Which artists or what artists or art do you respect? And this is a you can kind of do oh, it whatever man, way you, you want are, with that you question. Are, you you I mean, are. Yeah. What kind of art do you think? Wow, that's great! I wish I could do that, or, or I want to replicate that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, um, I'm not going to talk about filmmaking and filmmakers mm-hmm. in that case because I could go on forever. Mm-hmm. You know. I wish I had some musical talent uh-huh. because I don't. Okay. But I do love listening to m- music. Yeah, and I think the f- the one that I listen to the most these days yeah. um, are two artists: um, Joe Hisashi, who is a composer and a maestro, uh-huh. who do all uh, Hayao Miyazaki's films, right. anime. Are, are you familiar with Studio I, Ghibli work? I am. But yeah, Spirited not, Away. Not perfectly, but yeah. I've, I've watched one Spirited or two. Spirited Away, you yeah. know, things like House Moving Castle, uh-huh. you know, Poco Rosso, yeah. you know, I've Nausicaa. Watched, I've watched House Moving Castle. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That was a British story originally. Other, right. That was right. a British story that, right. that, Hayao, uh, that the um, Hayao Miyazaki adapted right. into a Japanese right. uh, anime. Mm-hmm. And the man who has composed his work for the last, you know, 30, 40 years, yeah. they all, all his animation have great, great music in it. And it's, it's uh, made by a man called Joe Hisashi. Uh-huh. And he is fantastic. He came to Australia a couple of years ago, maybe three. Yeah. And I went to his concert, and it was fantastic. It was like seeing a man who dedicated his entire life to music. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's a real sight to behold. I hope he comes to university this one day. Yeah. The ballet theater looks wonderful. Yeah. yeah that, that, it's, it's, he would. Des- he deserves the ballet theater. It's huge, by the way. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's, it's the biggest ballet theater in in Russia. Uh, I heard. It, so I I've heard some conflicting views. I, I mm. think it's I think uh, Bolshoi Theater in Moscow might be might have a bigger stage now. Mm. Uh, but it was at least if not now mm. it was the biggest stage in I Russia. See. I see. Uh, but maybe because they renovated or something in Bolshoi mm. Theater in Moscow, mm. and it might be uh, bigger I now. I don't I don't know for sure. But I see. Um, Anyway, it's a beautiful theater. Either oh, way, it's wonderful. Um, I, I've talked about as far as who and what I respect. Mm. Um, I mean, I respect an amazing painter, uh, Charles, Charles Monet. I learned about mm. Monet, mm. an impressionist. But to me, I mean, for his day, he was kind of looked upon like a sort of modern artist, where you're, it was an impression mm. and it wasn't detailed, and he was mm. kind of frowned upon, as I understand. Mm. Uh, and yet, to me. Uh, looking at those paintings, they they explain everything you need to know. Not a lot of detail necessarily, but mm. there's enough of the nature and the essence and mm. the atmosphere of the place that he was painting uh, for me, and, and they're fantastic. I think so. And Leonardo da Vinci, of course. Of course, we, I mean, we talk you know about. that's our favorite. Yeah, but you know, interesting in talking about artists, I'd be very um, much look for looking forward to seeing Russian art. Mm-hmm. In fact, I did actually go to a Russian art gallery this weekend. 
right? Yeah, just near right. the. Uh, there's a little tiny little church at the center of the town, and that's yeah. supposed to be the center of Russia, geographical. Right. right. Just about a hundred meters down, there is a gray building that has got SSSR logos on it. Okay. And that is supposed to be a some sort of a museum. Yeah. And art. So there was a exhibition of Siberian artists. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in with a friend of mine, and, and we really enjoyed the day. And yeah. it was it was good to see. Um, there are multiple levels. Yeah. Um, I think the first level is painting. Right. Traditional, just paints and colors, mm-hmm. um, and at, right at the top is photography, black mm-hmm. and white photography yeah. from the Soviet days right. of this nation mm-hmm. in Siberia, Moscow, and Georgia. Uh-huh. Yeah, during the good times and from the good times of the Brezhnev era, right down to the fall in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, and that you can see the emotion, the gamut of emotions on people's faces, going yeah. from optimism. Yeah. To just uncertainty, right? Right? Was just you know. It's what I amazing. look like before my coffee in the morning. Well, they, they, <laughs> they curated it, you know, in that way, yeah. so that that you start off with a high, right? And then and then you see the the change of mood. And Where's my coffee? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And and I think that's uh, that's something that more people should visit. But yeah. like like her and I were the only one in the whole place, right? Unfortunately, on a Sunday. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, and there was a really, really excellent artist. I mm-hmm. think he's Siberian because mm-hmm. it's a Siberian exhibition called Dmitri Gusev. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he paints a lot of religious and architectural art okay. as well as Siberian nature. Yeah, and I thought that the man had incredible talent. Yeah. I mean, you can see by his brushstrokes that he creates such detail yeah. um, with just simple colors. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the best art looks simple. Yeah, but has incredible detail if right. you look closely at it. Right. Yeah. Is that and Dmitry Gusev certainly captures that. Okay. Fair I feel. I, I must admit, I don't often go to. I'm not against art galleries. I just mm. don't often go choose to go to an art gallery. But mm. uh, is art in public places necessary? Um, art mean, like is sculptures. Okay. I mean, okay. out in the park. Remember I mean, what I said, right? Art yeah. is an expression of an individual, right? Right. We are surrounded by art, whether you like it or not. Right. Right. This thing I'm wearing, the shirt, yeah, it was designed by an artist. Mm-hmm. It is a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If this was a p- plain T-shirt that was just black and had no patterns on it, yeah, I wouldn't call that art. Okay. That's just it's, it's laziness. No, it's not laziness. <laughs> it's just practical right. utensil at all. Right. It's more right. a, more of an engineer. That's right. I mean, if I walk outside right here, the architecture of the building just around yeah. me is art. Right, right. The streets themselves are designed. If you look at the streets, they have patterns. I mean, printed on them. Well, I'll give you an example, and mm. you can tell me what you think of this. Mm. In Belfast, which is the capital of my region, mm. Northern Ireland, there is a sculpture, mm. um, which is two steel balls, one inside the other, and they're kind of they're open. I mean, they're triangular formed and stuff, and they're open balls, and you can see both of them. Mm-hmm. And it was not cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'll not tell you the price. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it was built, installed in 2008, which was, uh, or somewhere around that time, mm-hmm. when there was a economic recession. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was controversial, mm-hmm. as, as a lot of things can be, mm-hmm. because people didn't have much money at that time. Mm-hmm. Jobs were people yeah. were losing their jobs and yeah. stuff, and they were like, "Why do we need this art? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say? Was it necessary at that time? Should it been? Should it have been?" Capped, melted down, maybe or something. That's a difficult one. Art or food? That question. Well, it wasn't. I mean, people survived. Mm. 
Mm. At least I hope so. Mm. I mean, people still survive, but but they were asking the question: Do we really need art? You know, I'm not gonna, you know, be our high and mighty and say art is always necessary in every culture. Yeah. Um, look, I understand the basic necessities. Yeah. Trump artistic right. endeavors sometimes, uh-huh. and I bet not you Russia Donald. had to deal with that. Not Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> I bet you Russia is probably one nation through history yeah. at some point had to deal with that problem. Right. Right. Yeah, to art or to food. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's art, art is kind of the, like the soul of a person, isn't it? I mean, the soul of a nation. Art. Art is very important. Or am I being too it poetic? is. It is. Art is the only thing we will leave behind for the yeah. future generation of humanity right. to see us and Maybe know history. who we are. Maybe history. Well, think about Roman art, Romans, yeah. Romans, uh, Roman culture. What right. we know so much of what we know today yeah. is because they left artworks behind. They mm-hmm. left writing behind. True. They wrote things and they actually love making arches, art. beautiful arches. Art reflects rows. the culture. Yeah. It tells us what those people loved, yeah. what they feared, and what they hoped. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And what they valued. You and what it. they despised. I who agree. they despised. I agree. Yeah. So if yeah. you look into art, you will see the aspects of that. Right. Yeah. So it is very important for us to leave behind yeah. that to the future of humanity uh-huh. so that they can look at us and understand how crazy consumerist wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. how crazy consumerists we were yeah yeah um, so yeah. it's it's very important to, to leave behind it's, art even though right. if it's you're hungry it's a legacy right. yeah, and I think if you were hungry and there was no jobs at the time yeah. there should be artworks that reflect that period right? so that the future of humanity can see that Belfast at this time period yeah. if you look at this art you can see the uncertainty maybe of the they people. should change that sculpture to make it more I think so. <laughs> Perhaps. Do you like modern art? I love any forms of art. Mm-hmm. I don't like abstract art, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is it's it's more modern. It's not exclusively modern, but mm. and and modern isn't mm. exclusively abstract, but abstract is a, like a form of modern art, isn't it? I just never understood people like Jackson yeah, Pollock like, or Picasso. Right. But someone mm. um are someone wrote our mutt in a toilet and put it like a urinal toilet and mm. put it in an exhibition. Does that would that appeal to you? Would you like to look at a urinal in an art exhibition? Well, it depends on what she <laughs> wanted to express or she wanted to express. Yeah. yeah and what's the story I here? I honestly don't know. That's what you got to find I out. And I think if an artist doesn't say or show what they're feeling, maybe maybe it's not worth so much. I don't know. Maybe they wanted to say, look, mm-hmm. what we, what we, even the things that we mm-hmm. use for, you know, not dishonorable things, but mm. we don't put any honor in. Mm. Maybe he, he or she was trying to say that that was, they are still art and still mm. important. I don't know. But I think modern art is kind of, um, an ex- people couldn't go any further with just drawings and just copying nature and paintings. Mm. I think modern art was a kind of natural necessity to, mm. in order to be different from the last generation of artists. Mm. Mm. Um, but I, if I'm honest, I'm not a lover of it in general. Mm-hmm. It, of course, it depends on what it is. I see. But I'm kind of hoping that art changes and goes back to a more maybe skillful, thoughtful, um, mm-hmm. pensive approach. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have talked quite a bit about art. That uh, we spoke about uh, what is art in our estimation, our experience in school with art. Did we ever want to be artists? Uh, what piece of art we're proud of or not, um, art disasters we may have had, uh, is art necessary in public places? We talked about visiting galleries 
and such like that. So that was the crack about art.